podcast. Hey there. This one's going to be a little different. I know I haven't quite established a formula for what these will be like, but this one's different. Just to note, I'm not a journalist. I come to this with opinions. I plan to express them. So, if that makes you uncomfortable, I'm sorry. Get over there in the noise. <laughs> you probably know that President Trump signed an executive order that bans entry into the U.S. for people from Sudan, Somalia, Yemen, Iran, Iraq, Syria, and Libya, even if they have a valid visa. Or even, apparently, a green card, which makes them a permanent resident. I don't want to get too far into the details of the order just yet, but after watching the protests at Dulles and JFK, and after the temporary stay that was ordered against the detaining of travelers that have already landed by a federal judge, I found out about a protest the next day at the White House. I decided to go talk to people about why they were protesting. So I live in Arlington, but um, my husband's an immigrant from Colombia. Yeah. Colombia, we have women priests there. I'm a Roman Catholic woman priest. Okay. And we have women priests in Colombia. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm Matt. I'm Janice. Do you mind if I put that on a podcast? (laughs) Janice was the first person I spoke to at the D.C. No Ban, No Wall protest outside the White House. She actually, and (laughs) you actually just heard this, She just started talking to me. And she's just an incredibly selfless person. The moment I mentioned that my husband was born in Colombia, she started telling me about all of these injustices in Colombia. It's fitting, at least I think, for a person who primarily identifies as a Roman Catholic woman priest to be so selfless. I half think that she saw how nervous I was just standing there, scared to go and ask people why they were protesting. She certainly wasn't lacking for any reasons. She's truly devoted her life to righting wrongs. Look, in Central America and other countries, the U.S. and other countries as well, support the corporations, the people. You know, there's horrendous suffering and fear and killings because the U.S. supports these dictatorships in Honduras, in Guatemala, in in Salvador, in the past. But now in Honduras, it continues. And then the people come because there's such crime there. I was in Salvador a few years, three years ago, and saw it myself. And then, and then they they want to stop them at the borders. Besides, and the, there's so many that die on the way. Before I was ordained, before I was ordained on the boat uh, in Pittsburgh uh, in 2006 as a deacon. Uh, I did the uh, migrant trail walk with border links in the Sonora, Sonora Desert. Uh, six days and five nights, we covered 75 miles. And I, because in solidarity with my Latino uh, American children, some of whom have, 
many of them came from Mexico, crossing the Rio Grande in the desert, or I think those are the two places. It was horrendous. I mean, they had these kind of Star Wars-like machines up, and then they can sense their heat from the ground. What are we doing to each other? Can I get a photo? What? Can I get a photo? Sure. The U.S. has spent over $10 billion given to Colombia, and these are propping up fascist, dictator, killing uh, kinds of governments that then oppress the people. That's what we're doing. And then when they want to come here, we're blocking, we're putting up fences. Come on. It's insanity. And it's not what our country's about. play you my favorite chant from the day. If that was my favorite chant, then this one is the most moving. been a long time standing and watching people. There were passionate people and quiet people. There were people shaking a fence and screaming at the White House, and there were people yelling at them to stop. There were some children. There were a lot of college students. And there was a woman who sounded like she'd been protesting every day since the election. No ban! No wall! No ban! No wall! No ban! No wall! No ban! No wall! No ban, no wall, no ban, no wall, no ban, no wall, no ban, no wall, no ban, no wall. My name is Allison Hamraz, and I am here because obviously I'm an American, I'm concerned about what's going on, and my family is Iranian, so we are part of the folks that are being um, targeted with this executive order. Do you have anyone in Iran? Or do you have any family? We in Iran? have quite a bit of family still in Iran. And we also have family members that go and come. Uh, my 
uh, cousin's son, my actually my aunt um, is dying of cancer. My cousin um, is from Germany. He has dual uh, citizenship. He has a passport, German passport, Iranian passport. He already had his visa to come here because his grandmother is dying. And, his, and he got a notice from the consulate this morning to not show up for his interview, but his visa was being canceled. I'm actually American, but my husband came as a student back in 1977. But regardless of whether it, hurt, it affected me personally, I'm an American. We all should be standing up against this type of racism, this xenophobiaism, this demonization of anybody that doesn't look like our, us. Love, not hate. That's what makes America great. 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 Love. I stood with Allison for a few minutes while she led every new chant for our section of the protest. I needed to be in a different part of D.C. in about 20 minutes, so I needed to get out of there. But I saw three young guys, and one of them was holding a piece of printer paper with a bunch of Arabic written on it in magic marker. He seemed a little nervous, backed up against the fence that blocked us from getting any closer to the White House. Can you tell me what your name is and what your sign says? Oh, my sign says... Oh, is it? Yeah, recording. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, it's a verse from the Old Testament that says, uh, love the stranger, uh, love your neighbor. Uh, and it says it's our responsibility to, refre- to protect uh, our neighbors and our brothers and to give them the proper respect and to stop the racism and injustice and uh, do the right thing, uh, please, uh, Mr. President. Awesome. What's your name? Why are you here today? I'm, I'm Asher. I'm, we're uh, all three of us. We're students at University of Maryland. This is Navo. This is David. Uh, yeah, and we came um, just in Metro in uh, because we, like, I actually, I heard a little bit late about um, the executive order that Trump passed. Um, and um, I was like, it was like a very rushed thing. Um, we, I was like, we had our phones off until... Seven, uh, six thirty-seven last we're, night. We're all members of the uh, the Jewish community at Maryland. Yeah, awesome. And uh, you know, Asher here. Even yeah. The, you, you grew up Orthodox, right? You know, it's yeah. like even for you, you know, it's like learning Arabic. I mean, you know, we're no matter where you come from, you know, we're all Americans. We all, we're all, you know, we're welcoming of, of people who who you know need to find uh, you know peaceful pl- place to live. As I took a photo, the woman next to Asher and his friends posed as well, like she was expecting me to take a picture of her. You want to get the sign in a little? There you go. No fear. Refugees are welcome. Thanks. No fear. Do you like my picture? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Put it on my head. What's your name? Nikki. Nikki? Degan. And I'm here for real democracy, which we had. Yeah. And I'm for American people, for every immigrant, for science, for environment, for education, name it. Yeah. Does, the, uh, does the executive order uh, from Friday affect your family at all? Not really, because I'm my family. I'm the only one with accent. I have been here 47 years. But I'm sure if they are far distance, I didn't come for that reason. Right. I came because I, more than 46 six years ago, I read five books about constitutional democracy, 
took the test to become legal citizen. I came for higher education and real democracy with money, with my family. But I don't want we go back, destroy our democracy. We are united people. That's what built this country with too many backgrounds, religion. Now we are destroying it. I really wish I could end this episode with some somber music and a tight message, but I can't. Like Nikki, I'm mad and I'm scared that the fight's not over. I truly hope hearing these voices fighting back has made resistance a little easier. And if it's not easier, hopefully it's a little more tangible. If you're scared or if you're mad or if you just don't know if you can keep fighting, I just want to say stay safe Stay outraged and keep resisting. Thank you. Status is produced by me, Matt Horton. Music was provided by Smooth, Gene Starr, and Ben Mitchell. The Status theme song is Bread and Circuses Are Back by Ben Mitchell. If you or anyone you know has been affected by the president's immigration executive order, or if you just have a story you want to tell, please email me at podcaststatus at gmail.com or reach me on Twitter at statuspodcast. That's podcaststatus at gmail.com or at status podcast.